airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We will get around to your phone calls. Um, such rich information and questions that um, allow for discussion come out of our phone calls. So yeah. um, it's a delight to be able to get to those. I appreciate also our listeners when there's a lot of content that we want to push out, mm-hmm. um, allowing us to spend the hour doing that, knowing that um, we will return to the phone lines. Mm-hmm. And so anyway... Um, I want to say this just as a note. We were inviting our listeners who were in the Tupelo area to come out and join us for marriage family uh, date night, marriage family date night, just Mm -hmm. um, you two um, with uh, me and Will. And uh, we have uh, shut down the registration. It was a free event, but uh, it's already at capacity. So um, I say that just because just today I got a text message um, asking about that. And so just, just to, put that out there because we mentioned it on the show um i would just also say unfortunately for this particular event it's the registration is closed and the registration was a formality just to make sure that we knew who was going to be there how many people were going to be there for um anyway all of the requirements attached to that so we're looking forward to that um that's coming up on february the 9th uh but i think that we'll do more of these because it seems that the response has been overwhelming and we appreciate it. So anyway, we're looking forward to that. All right. Um, Also, there are many, many ways that you guys can connect with us, which I think you know them because you've been doing that. (laughs) Um, You can, (laughs) it's great. Uh, You can email us, um, Addison's Mm -hmm. at AFR.net. That's right. Addison's at AFR.net. Of course, you can check out the Facebook page Mm -hmm. um, while you still can check out the Facebook page. (laughs) I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Aaron the Addisons, that's the page. Yep. Um, also, the podcast, the unique thing that we do with the podcast when you uh, download them by going to AFR.net is that we include the links to the articles that we discuss. Am I right about that? It's They're yeah. only included yeah. there, right? Yeah, when there, right. When there are um, shows that we discuss certain stories, we put the links in the archive uh, box area. So yes. you see them hyperlink and you can click on that and go straight to the story. Mm-hmm. Very good. So um, I think that's it. Um, just a little bit of, as our brother Lonnie used to say, housekeeping before <laughs> we get into the thick of what we wanted to discuss. Today's show is um, part two of labor pains increasing. We began talking about this yesterday, but there's so much more information that I want to read to you. I want I want you to hear mm-hmm. uh, how these people are writing. And so I'm, I'm going to do my best. I'm not making any promises because, you know, get tired of asking for forgiveness that I can't keep my promises. Right. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to try not to offer so much commentary. Uh, just w- I want you to hear this, but honestly, and that's kind of why I'm here. It's hard for me not to offer commentary. I mean, but that's, that's, 
that's why I'm here, right? Yeah, so, yeah. anyways, commentary um, makes is a me part feel of better it. to think that. That's right. Um, all right. <laughs> here, here is the article that we got into yesterday. We're going to just jump right back into it because we got another article that we want to pair up with it today, and then of course leave space for headlines. Uh, the article: These textbooks in thousands of K twelve schools echo Trump's talking points. <laughs> You yeah. already know. Yeah. You, you already know yeah. what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> so so we got, I know. So we got into it a little bit yesterday um, with heavy commentary from me. I'm going to pick up today, uh, just kind of refresh for any of our listeners who didn't get to listen yesterday. Basically, HuffPost and everybody like them, they are coming for Christian schools because number one, what they are saying, I'm just going to, I'm just giving you a brief, uh, brief synopsis. Okay. What they're saying is you don't get to indoctrinate your kids. That's our job. Right. That's what they're saying. I, exactly. we, could, we could put a period after it and yeah. then that's it and go home. That's what they're saying. But I want you to hear the way they say it so that you can recognize it when mm-hmm. it comes to you in an email. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, it, when it comes to your door and all of its various forms, I want you to be able to recognize it. But basically what it all um, you know, summarizes to is you don't get to indoctrinate your kids. That's our job. Mm. And when we're able to sniff out that you have the audacity to train your kids according to your worldview, according to your convictions, then we are going to snuff that out every time we discover it. Yep. Every time. That's what's, that's what's going on. We will squash the indoctrination that takes place in Christian families. <laughs> Even when they're inside the walls of Christian institutions. Mm-hmm. Guys, this hubris, this, this, this man, this is puffed up. Oh, yeah. This is puffed up and arrogant. This this is I mean, this is the epitome of what it is to be so like just, you know, self, you know, inflated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, so they go through talking about this analysis that a member of the HuffPost team engaged in where they looked at textbooks from uh, publishers like Abeka, uh, BJU Press, and even in this article, as it gets down into it, um, looks at accelerated Christian education as well. So basically what they're looking at is they're looking at textbooks that are distributed across private Christian schools. But I'll tell you what their angle is, and I may cover this again when I get to, get to it in this article. Let me just let you know this is to, to be listening for this. They say um, these textbooks are dangerous as basically as they spread about these private schools that some kids attend by way of vouchers. Mm. So they got tax dollars to be able to go to these private schools. And so that's their leverage, guys. So they're saying because it's attached to tax dollars, we own these schools. At least we own the kids who are going based on our kindness. Right. Which is really their parents own money. <laughs> Y'all don't get me started. I let me get here's the article. All right. All right. Um, I read a lot of this yesterday, so I'm going to pick up with uh, a response that came from the managing editor of a Becca publishing mm-hmm. um, when when HuffPost reached out. So a woman by the name of Amy Yoey, uh, this is how she responded to HuffPost. Uh, quote, we unequivocally condemn any rhetoric that promotes illegal or violent behavior. Remember, the reason Vicki Yoey has to do this is because HuffPost has tried to link any Christian conviction, any biblical worldview to an insurrection. OK. Yep. All right. Now, listen. Now, listen. 
Oh, here she goes. Okay, let me just keep <laughs> on. Here we go, guys. Here we go. So Vicky Yo, I, I'm sorry, Vicky Yoey. That's the same. Amy Yoey. Let's <laughs> say Vicky Yoey before. It's just, I think this you did. Name association. Like, Her name I is wasn't Amy. Really sure, but yeah. I'm sorry, Amy. Girl, call me. I'm sorry. You sorry, Vicky? Amy. Amy Yoey okay. is the name so of Amy the person. The, okay. Amy Yoey is the managing <laughs> editor over there at Abeka Publishing. All right. Um, Vicky, you can call me too. I, I mean, just it's okay. Here we go. This is what Amy Yoey said. Mm-hmm. All right. We unequivocally condemn any rhetoric that promotes illegal or violent behavior. An unnecessary statement, Amy, but I appreciate you. Here we go. She continues. One of Abeka's core goals is to teach constructive citizenship through textbooks that accurately represent the facts of history, enabling students to learn from the life lessons it teaches, both positive and negative. Beautiful. Thanks, Amy. That's great. Your first line, unnecessary. I I understand, (laughs) though, that that line is provoked because of the accusation that you guys are publishing textbooks that really are manuals for the insurrectionists. Come on. That's what they're doing. And so what is what does the Christian publishing textbook company have to say? Abeka over there. <laughs> what do they have to say? Now, listen, we condemn any kind of talk that promotes illegal or violent behavior. Well, of course, Amy. Right. Of course you do. That's that's not that's not what we do. That's what the liberals do. Come on. Man, come on. Man, that's that's not us. So this is what they do. They create a climate and an environment and then they accuse other people of doing the things that they're doing. Right. And the reason they get to do it and get off scot free is because when they're doing doing it, very few Christians actually point it out and say and decry it. Mm. Wait, because <laughs> we're always taught to be so careful and so nice. Mm hmm. All right. So this article continues. It's a HuffPost article. You saw it in the in the podcast yesterday. It'll be linked there again today with the additional article that we're adding. The labor pains are increasing. The labor pains are increasing. So um, picking up with that's Amy Yoey's response to HuffPost, mm-hmm. um, you know, regarding the accusation that uh, they're they're um, they're raising homegrown terrorists <laughs> through their publishing company. Abeka. Rebecca's raising terrorists. And it's so quick how this thing has has shifted. Like that's towards okay. the Christian. Like boom. Listen. Like you know, it, all this stuff was, was like reserved for white nationalists or Come on, you know, man. Come people on. like that. But now Come it's on. like Christian nationalists. Right. Like, right. It was it was the white nationalists, it was the crazy Trump supporters, right? But mm-hmm. now you see they have they have changed just as you just said. Um, to Christian nationalists, and and eventually what they're going to do is take off nationalists could just be Christians. Mm. And and let me tell you something, and not to get into too much detail that might make people uncomfortable, but the Bible deals in these terms, so I'm going to do that. And so your level of discomfort, you know, kind of take it up with the word here. All right, <laughs> but but let me tell you, when you talk about um, the rapidity of how this is all happening, how rapidly this is happening, right? When you when you look at that. It can only be described in terms of labor nearing the end, and it's almost time for the birth of the child. There is something in childbirth that is called transition. Every woman who's ever had a child who made it to transition or who delivered the child without any type of you being knocked over the head, anything, okay, if you just deliver a child naturally, then you know what transition is. Some women are like, no, I don't, and never wanted to. I understand you. I'm not even mad at you for a second. 
But if you have, then you know what I'm talking about. That's the moment before you deliver the baby where you feel like you cannot go on anymore. <laughs> okay? And, and it increases to such an intensity that the only place left to go is the birth of the child. Mm. That's, I mean, that's it. You know, it's building up. You know, you got a few contractions coming, like, you know, every hour or whatever. And, you know, then it kind of increases. And, you know, because you have this phase where you're like, I can talk through this. <laughs> right you know come yeah. on man and look the bible describes this when we talk about the end of the age it is described as labor labor pains coming suddenly and if you understand how labor works then we can read between the lines that as it intensifies we are nearing the end mm. every come on the expectation is that we can get that very basically right so as the as the labor starts, you're just like, I can talk through this. And we've been here in this country. I can talk through this. Yeah, I can talk through this. Then it kind of kicks up a little bit and you can talk when it's not happening. <laughs> but when it's happening, mm, I'm not really talking. <laughs> don't and 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 don't talk to me. OK, then you get to the point where even when you're not feeling a contraction, you're like, I'm not talking. You don't talk. Are you breathing? Don't breathe in my direction. <laughs> Because the pain is so unbearable. So the labor pains are increasing in this country. And, and the, the speed at which we are experiencing these contractions, mm -hmm. that they're coming one after the other after the other. It's like, okay, pay attention to what is happening. Man, we, we'll get into this hopefully a little bit later. But we had a great conversation with our kids last night. Yeah. So eye-opening. Their honesty is refreshing. <laughs> Here we go. So talking about these textbooks, HuffPost, remember we talked about yesterday how they looked at uh, one passage. They, they pulled out one passage in an 11th grade U.S. history textbook from Abeka states, quote, although many false philosophies were popular in America before 2000, the new millennium heralded a dramatic acceptance of immoral ideology on a national scale. That's true, <laughs> y'all. I'm not mad at Abeka and them. That's true. Okay. Here they go. Three such philosophies are globalism, environmentalism, and postmodernism. Yep. <laughs> All true. HuffPost doesn't like this, right? They don't, they don't like you fortifying your kids. Right. They're so the article continues. They want to do that. That's their job. Yeah. So the article continues pulling out what's in this 11th grade U.S. history textbook from Abeka. Believing religion, particularly Christianity, to be divisive, mm. globalists discourage its influence on public life. End <laughs> quote. That's from the textbook. Um, stop me when that's a lie. <laughs> you see, they don't want you or your children to understand where they want to go or how they operate. Right. They are divisive. They do see Christianity as a threat. All right. We got to pause here. We'll pick up with this article on the other side of the break. Aaron the Addisons, American Family Radio. Please stay right there.
presenting such conservative political views under the guise of Christianity, <laughs> the textbooks give those views more legitimacy. Keep going, Mickey, keep going. <laughs> Making it difficult to distinguish between fact and opinion. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> While all textbooks, including the secular, cherry-pick narratives and have their biases, these ones fuse a religious worldview with Trumpian talking points mm. using anti-media and anti-immigrant rhetoric. Wow. All right, stop, Mika. I can't. I, I just, I, <laughs> so basically, mm. listen to the admission. The admission is that every textbook, right, every textbook is bringing to the table its own views and convictions. And not to turn these textbooks, you know, not to personify the textbooks, but to take a, a closer look at the people writing the textbooks. Hmm. Those people have a worldview that they bring to their writing that are in the textbooks that your kids are reading. So these people understand that they are shaping the way kids mm -hmm. think based mm -hmm. on the author of the textbook. So now what they're saying is these Christians cannot bring their worldview to textbooks. Mm. So it's an attack on the Christian worldview and also an attempt to stifle it because they understand the power of it. Listen, what do they say? Putting it in a textbook legitimizes it. Hmm. Wait, I mean, it's okay for them to talk like this at home, but you know, like when, when these guys start writing textbooks and they start putting these ideas in the textbooks, this, 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 is, this legitimizes what they actually believe. Now, that should make every Christian cringe because while we've been sending our kids off to get legitimate worldviews from them, mm -hmm. they know full well what they've been doing. Yep. They've been saying it wouldn't be in a textbook if it weren't true. So we must recognize our, our LGBTQ plus leaders and the imprint that they have made on society and culture. If it weren't true, would it be in your textbook? Hmm. Wow. Come on, guys. Yeah. If, if you want, if you sometimes, sometimes if you want to know what's solid and what has the greatest impact, look at what the liberals attack. Look at what they want to shut down. Look at what they don't want happening in culture and in society. Right. They don't want parents to parent. Right. They don't want families intact. Right. They don't want fathers to be the heads of families. I mean, just stop me. Stop me when I list something that you cannot connect to a direct move by on their part to stifle it. And they will use the government if they have to. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. the things that that God has put in place. These things are proven in society. These things are proven in culture. God has set it up this way. There was a direct attack on that. And the things that are most effective for the preservation of any society, those are the things that get attacked most fiercely. The family, marriage, identity, mm. children, and how we parent them. Do we have the right to parent our children? Why? How did that ever even become a question? We've allowed it. We've given them so much leeway and so much space with our children that they feel like, you know, I mean, they don't really care. They don't care. They don't care. So now we can turn up the heat and taking over. Now we can be more overt than we have ever been. Back to this article. Back to this article. Uh, quoting a man named Adam Latz here, who is professor of history and education at New York State's Binghamton University. 
Now, he's important, I guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> Quote, obviously, it's too simplistic to say these textbooks are causing people to think something, but they play a unique role in giving visual credibility to these ideas <laughs> by having them be in a very traditionally trustworthy artifact. Ah, there we go. <laughs> There we go. So traditionally, we've been able to trust our textbooks, namely here our history books. We've been able to trust those things traditionally. But if the Christians start working their worldview into their history books, mm -hmm. then now what you're doing is you're rearing people who are going to grow up and challenge what we're working so hard to create. Hmm. And they will believe they're justified Man. because they're not only hearing it from their parents at home, but then when they go to school, they're reading it in textbooks. Oh, stop the press. We cannot. Nope. Nope. We, we can't have it. We can't have it. Because this goes well beyond just the, the parents perpetuating these fairy tales at home around their dinner table. Now you're putting hardback covers on these things. These things got copyrights and ISBN numbers and all of that. And, and that's just too legitimate. You, I'm sorry. You, I don't want you copywriting your fairy tales, your narratives. Don't copyright that. We'll do it, but you can't. Back to the article. HuffPost's previous investigation of these textbooks found that they also dismiss evolution as junk science because it's junk science. <laughs> it's not even science. It's junk. I'm sorry. This is why they don't invite me to the conferences. <laughs> <laughs> it's junk. This article, again, HuffPost's previous investigation of these <laughs> textbooks found that they dismiss evolution as junk science, characterized Nelson Mandela as a Marxist agitator who helped drive South Africa to radical affirmative action and suggest that Satan hatched the idea of modern psychology. <laughs> Many of the schools <laughs> that use these books also, oh, <sighs> cue it up, here it is, ban LGBTQ students Ooh. and families. And the books repeatedly condemn homosexuality. Mm. At one point, in an Abeka textbook, slavery is described in purely economic terms, saying that slaves seem to be better an better an investment than indentured servants. Now, mm. pause here for a second. Okay. Let me say something. Yeah. Let me say. Let me look. <laughs> I plays no games. I'm sorry that I'm so New Orleans today. This upsets me, and it does it does strip away a certain <sighs> sense of you know, reasonable communication that I'm prone to when I can be reasonable. But this is, I, I, I got to go back to West Bank, New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because, because we're, I'm going to tell, I'm going to, all right. <laughs> so here, let me say this. As we work with our kids to educate mm -hmm. them at home, to indoctrinate them effectively right. and without apology, right. all right, to train them in righteousness and godliness. We are well aware of what they are learning inside the textbooks that we purchase right. for them. That's so right. when we have discussions mm -hmm. about what they're learning in their textbook, if the textbook, though published and authored by Christians, presents a skewed view of history, mm -hmm. it is our job, duty, and obligation as parents to fix it. That's right. That's right. So in fact, let me say this. We had a social studies textbook mm -hmm. that did something very similar to what this author is pointing out. You know what we did? We fixed it. We corrected it. Like this, I said, you know what? Not... We're going to all sit down and learn exactly. about this history. Exactly. Because you know what we have the obligation to do? Show our kids that sin is in the human heart and it doesn't matter the shell of the person. Right. 
So we don't we don't feel inclined to clean up something that we just ah, it just makes us uncomfortable. So we're going to describe it in these terms. No, Mm -hmm. we're not. The The Bible doesn't do that. Come on. Man is wicked. His heart is set toward evil without Jesus Christ. That's his natural trajectory. Come on. So why would we? Why, why do we? Why are we better than God? Come Where on. we're like, now nah, we're going to just teach it to him like this. No, no. Let's tell the truth. Right. You have to. You have to. And and let me say this, too. Mm-hmm. Let's be consistent, because mm-hmm. while I can cry out and say, oh, man, look, come on. Now, you, you're lying. That's not true. Talking about the liberals. I can also say to my Christian brothers and sisters, "Yeah, mm, that's inaccurate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you intend to lie, but. You know, I'll, I'll soften it for you until you get it right. That's inaccurate. <laughs> if you continue on, that's a lie. We have we have to be consistent. Yep. That's what we're striving to do as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means at some point in the day, <laughs> on the month, or some point in your life, somebody's not going to like you. Right. You live long enough, you turn into Flynn Rider. <laughs> Who are they? They don't like me. Who are they? They don't like, let's just say, <laughs> nobody here really likes me. <laughs> let's continue with the article. Um, <laughs> when discussing President Obama, the textbooks accuse him and his administration of stoking racial divisions. Keep reading. Miki. <laughs> no, stop, Miki. Because <laughs> they did. That's true. All right, let me continue. And then instead of just my excited claim that that's true, I will bring in some facts, okay, to support that. Because we are, you know, have been doing this long enough to cover the stuff as it was happening in real time. Mm -hmm. It's fresh history. All right. (laughs) Below is a passage from that Abeka history book. Here we go. Quote from the Abeka history book. Many Americans' views about race relations had improved at the time that Obama was inaugurated. Unfortunately, Americans' views of race relations declined after Obama came into office. Fact. (laughs) Race riots in places such as Ferguson, Missouri, and Baltimore, Maryland, greatly escalated racial tensions. Fact. Worsened strife between minorities and local police. Fact. President Obama's attempt to resolve these problems often seem to make the situation worse. Fact. Fact. (laughs) Now, hold on for just a second, because the author includes this in the article to say that this book has inaccurately presented where Americans were as it pertains to race relations. Here is a CNN article from 2016, a CNN article. So, you know, it's fact. Because it came from CNN. So here's a CNN article from 2016. You ready for it? This is the lead sentence of the article. A majority of Americans say relations between blacks and whites in the U.S. have worsened under President Barack Obama. (laughs) That's from CNN. And that's the result of a poll that they took. So I'm sorry, HuffPost. Why does Rebecca need to take that out? Right. You don't like that they're solidifying it in history. Because because admittedly, Mika had to dig for that. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wasn't that a story? So Mika has to dig for that. But you don't want kids to find it in their textbooks. That's what you don't want. 
The CNN article continued. Overall, 54% say relations between blacks and whites have gotten worse since Obama became president, including 57% of whites and 40% of 40% of blacks. That's up sharply. This is CNN. That's up sharply compared with last June when 43% said things had gotten worse. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Now you're mad over the truth being told. And then you say, you say, and it also includes that President Obama often seemed to be making things worse, uh, stoking the flames. Uh, let's 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 also take a jog and look at some of the press conferences that we had to listen to mm-hmm. where you go. Oh, oh, man, mm-hmm. I understand what you're doing there. <laughs> Yo, that's divisive. That's the liberals were loving it. They were like, yes, even though he's president, he's seen women clutching their purses when he got on elevators. Yes, there's no hope for this country. We're doomed. That's right. Keep telling it, Barry. Keep telling it. There's been times when the president's walking down the street and seeing people get on the other side of the street. Yes, you see. And the liberal friends are all like, "Woo! yes, we are racist. Yes. There's no hope for us. <laughs> remember in 2009, <sighs> Professor Henry Louis Gates, remember yes, when he got locked out of his apartment <laughs> on campus at, you know, Harvard? Remember? Mm. Remember what happened? Mm-hmm. Remember what the president said? And, and, and listen, we don't often understand. Okay. We don't often understand the arrogance of the people involved in this, the, the scenarios that we discuss unless you go back and remember what was communicated. Um, Henry Louis Gates arrived at his house. He was locked out of his door. It seems that he had been drinking a little bit, actually. Um, instead of calling for help, he decided to force his way in through the back door. People looked at this and they were like, wait, what's going on? It appears someone is breaking into someone's home. Hmm. Someone is breaking into someone's home. When the police officers got there, one of whom, by the way, but Barry wasn't going to tell you that, one of whom was black, <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So when the police get there, they ask Mr. Gates for his ID. Do you know what Mr. Gates, Henry Louis Gates actually said to them? He put them in their place real fast. He said, this is what it means to be black in America. This, do you even know how many graduate degrees I have? Do you know who you're dealing with here? I'm a professor at Harvard. Can you even spell Harvard? That quote. That's what the black man who being black in America said to, among others, a black officer that showed up to see, should you really be breaking into this house? (laughs) Now, look, you know what? That's arrogance. When I was growing up, we called that uppity. Can I spell (laughs) Harvard? Man, don't let this badge fool you, man. (laughs) But, But again, again, that's the thought of, you know, these people who are all intellectually beneath us. So what what did what did President Obama say about that? We're talking about like often it seemed to make matters worse. What did he say? The police acted stupidly. (laughs) The only thing we can be happy about in that statement is that he put an L.Y. on the end of stupid. (laughs) So that it becomes grammatically correct. But other than that, what is he saying? Law enforcement officers, they are as dumb as Gates you know, presumed. Like, I mean, maybe they shouldn't have done that. That's a no-win proposition. 
you say, well, you know, you just, just ignore it. And then maybe it's not someone who lives there. And then, so then what do you, or you do your job. Right. And you simply say, do you have any ID? And then if you're not so haughty, you say, here is my ID. I'm right. Henry Louis and it's Gates. Over. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I, I got locked out. Or fast forward, Trayvon Martin. Remember President oh, Obama's man. son? Ah. Oh, Miki, he didn't say that, did he? <laughs> All right. We got to grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay right there. This HuffPost article, other targets of the textbooks include globalists, environmentalists, and multiculturalists. Targets. They're saying these textbooks in these Christian schools target different groups. That's interesting. And among them, globalists, environmentalists, and multiculturalists. I'm going to quote here from, um, from the article quoting from the Abeka textbook. Okay. All right. All right. According to multiculturalists, advancing the achievements of Western civilization was an act of hatred toward other cultures. They encouraged people to define themselves by race, sex, and sexual orientation <laughs> rather than by the pillars of Western civilization, such well, as nation, family, and God. That's from the Abeka American <laughs> well, History textbook. No lies detected. No lies detected. <laughs> Beep. Beep. Nope. I'm sorry. It's just very steady right now. All right. Continuing on, however, many conservatives and Christians within America have attempted to quell these philosophies and once again turn America into a united moral nation, a united moral nation. Here's something else that really upsets HuffPost about these Christian school books, all right, that are being used in Christian schools. They are upset that these Christian history textbooks mention the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. <laughs> they're, they're upset about that. Now, Harvey Milk, sure. I mean, hmm. we can let's you know, that's you know, right. But don't talk about the president. And here's what's really interesting. This is what they write in this HuffPost article. Now, look at this. The textbooks don't give a full throated endorsement of Trump, noting his noting. Now, they have to admit this. The Christian textbooks note his crude remarks and previously liberal position. That's what the HuffPost writer says. Hmm. All right. Again, the sentence from the beginning. The textbooks don't give a full-throated endorsement of Trump, noting his crude remarks and previously liberal positions, mm -hmm. but they ultimately represent him as someone on the side of Christians who is fighting for their values. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's what he was doing. Uh, yeah. That's what he... I mean, oh, man. I'm telling y'all, bring, bring out the West this Bank. This just sounds like some people that's who hate was, the truth. Like, come on, man. <laughs> well, that know. is precisely what he uh, was doing. Yeah. Okay, and then they 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 give a, a lengthy um, excerpt from the Abeka textbook, but I just one one quote here that they include from the book um, is a quote from Donald Trump. This is in the Abeka textbook, and HuffPost includes this <laughs> because they Donald hate Trump. it. Wow. Okay. okay, they hate it. Let's and see. listen to the this this is, and I'm sorry, <clears throat> we'll stand by with a delay so I can bleep out some of what they quote from Donald Trump. I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I say, what you doing? Over I'm not. No, just right. joking. <laughs> Um, although it could, you know, <laughs> could be true. Here we go. This is what they don't like that okay. was included in the Abeka textbook that incites them, makes them want to come after Christians. Okay. A quote, 
from President Trump. Here we go. Mm -hmm. When you open your heart to patriotism, there is no room for prejudice. The Bible tells us how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. We must speak our minds openly, debate our disagreements honestly, but always pursue solidarity. They hate that. Wow. They hate that. They hate that. Out of all the quotes they could (laughs) have. That's fanning the flames of the Christian nationalists. You see, he's trying to speak their language and they're all in his pockets. Ludicrous. They hate it. Now, if you want to know, I'm going to make a jump here. The article is much longer. You can you can go and read it for yourself. We'll include the link. It is worth the read. It'll get your blood boiling, um, or at least at a gentle simmer. I don't right. know, you know. So, <laughs> <My goodness. laughs> get it boiling, Man. or as we say in New Orleans, burling. Get it burling, <laughs> or at a gentle simmer, just depending. But look, um, this is where they want to go, and then we'll open the phone lines here. This is where they want to go. Uh, Will the Great sent me this, and I was looking at this, and I thought, wow, you know, this is this is where we are. I'm going to read the article to you as is in the interest of time. And uh, the phone lines, by the way, the number is 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. The name of a congressional member that represents Illinois' 6th congressional district, which includes what was once known as America's Center of Christian Evangel- Evangelism, Wheaton College, where the late evangelist Billy Graham attended college is including among a group uh, is included. I'm sorry, among a group demanding President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris remove Christian influence from the nation's culture. Mm-hmm. Quote, we urge you to lead our nation on a path that revives the founders vision of religion, freedom. I'm sorry, religious freedom in our government and promotes a unifying patriotic pluralism, not dogmatic religious chauvinism in American society. Let me jump because I want to go to the phone lines here. The document, which, by the way, we will include a link in today's show. You need to go read this for yourself. Uh, You can read the article. We'll include a link to the article and we'll include a link to the actual 28 page document that you need to go and read for yourself. Very interesting. But the document calls on Biden to make the following changes. Listen, Christians calls on Biden to make the following changes. Eliminate government support for all crisis pregnancy centers and all abstinence only education programs in schools because we want kids having sex. That's what they're saying. (laughs) And we want the government to fund the abortion of the children that are created as a result of that activity. Again, this is what they want the Biden administration to do. (sighs) Deny free speech and religious liberty to select Americans based on their religious beliefs. What? Like, you know, it's amazing that you you would even write that to select Americans based on their religious belief. So we want you to control who gets religious liberty and who doesn't, who has free speech and who doesn't. And I bet, you know, right now who will not have free speech. <laughs> Let me continue and we'll go to the phone lines. Incentivize states to strip parents of all non-medical exemptions to mandatory vaccinations for children in Mm -hmm. schools or daycare centers. Man, it's amazing how all these things go hand in hand. Right? Why are they all listed? Why? All right. Remove in God we trust from the U.S. currency. (laughs) Repeal the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Rescind and replace the Trump Department of Justice's federal protections for religious liberty. Appoint an attorney general who will listen very carefully to this one. Appoint an attorney general who will support governors whose emergency COVID-19 executive orders restrict gatherings at houses of worship. Mm -hmm. In other words, put somebody in place 
who is at the ready to punish Christians on site for gathering to worship. Support these governors that are restricting worship. Again, back to this. Reverse the Trump administration policies that have allowed faith-based government-funded contractors to provide adoption and foster care services and work with Congress to pass the Every Child Deserves a Family Act. In other words, mess up the family. Defund those people who are trying to keep the family intact or to keep a mom and a dad as instrumental as God designed in a family. Fully and robustly fund comprehensive sex education. <laughs> we talked about sex. We, we talked about comprehensive sex education when we looked at what they were trying to do over there in Austin. <laughs> we talked yep. about it. We spent days looking at it. Yep. I read through the curriculum. It's embarrassing. Makes you extremely uncomfortable. All right. I'm going to stop here because I want to go to the phone lines, but we will include all of this information. One last thing. The document tells Biden, we urge you to avoid invoking the phrase Judeo-Christian values as it's been weaponized by the religious right to advance an agenda that has the veneer of inclusivity, but actually undermines religious freedom and tolerance and does not represent tens of millions of Americans implicitly excluded from its formulation. Hmm. In other words, we want a secular society. We want a humanist society, and we are going to enforce that, emphasis on force that. And why am I coupling these things? Because we understand that in order for us to get where we ultimately want to go, some people will have to die out. Some people will have to be forced or shamed into changing their views and convictions, and we must have the children. Mm. So that we don't have to wait this long again. We will never wait this long again. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right. Let's go to Carrie in Arkansas. Hi, Carrie. Hey, guys. How are y'all today? All right. Uh, Well, thank you so much for sharing this information. And I am um, a mom of three happily married. So a wonderful family unit we have. I'm a foster parent an adoptive parent, and a homeschool mom. Mm, um, mm. And so I'm like a quadruple threat. Um, yes, you society are. Right now. Um, but, you know, I use a Becca, and I'm so thankful for their curriculum because I use what we learn every day. I have a fifth grader, and I use what we learn every day in history to combat the news that is, you know, told over mainstream media. We don't listen to it very much at all Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes you know uh, stuff pops through or you know you hear something at a grandparent's house and she has questions but I can go back to that truth that's based on the Bible and say you know what I know that's what you heard but let's go back to what did you learn in your history book what's the truth about what was said and so she can tell me oh okay I remember that this is the truth and okay well let's think about how Satan is using what they're saying to twist the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it has to be in your home constantly. My favorite times are driving in the car and, you know, you've got that listening ear. And it has to be, you parents, you have to be on 100% of the time. Come on, Carrie, yeah. that's you right. you have to be able to combat all of these lies that are going to be thrown at them. And there's going to be day, a day where she steps out of my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and is going to have education in a different realm. And, you know, we're going to choose the right uh, colleges and we're going to choose the right path for her and help mm-hmm. her move towards that direction. But we have to prepare her now. That's right. That's right. know that these lies are fixing to fly at you mm-hmm. and Come this on. is how you combat it. You filter it through the Word of God Amen. and you filter it through the truth that you know already in your heart. And she's only 11 years old. Oh, that's bravo. How important it is. Man, Bravo, that's Carrie. That's it. Wow. Look, let me tell you, you are. This is why I say it takes all that we're doing and more. And you have expressed that. It, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it takes all that we're doing and some of the things that we're not doing. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I, you know, Bravo, Carrie. Will the Great. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to man. Bill in Texas. Hi, Bill. First of all, just. Really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, you fire me up, and you fire so many people up. And uh, the body of Christ just really, really needs you and uh, and affirms you and appreciates you so much. Glory to God. First thing. <laughs> and then second thing is kind of funny. I, it's so funny. I think if, if I had a, a recording of myself when I'm listening to you guys and I'm in the car, I, I sound so much like Will the Great. Because when you're, when you're, when you're hot there, Mickey, I, I do what he does. I'm going, mm. <laughs> 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 I feel like I'm at church. I, I, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. And you're yeah. doing the same thing. Go, mm. <laughs> 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 and I just, I just had to share that because you guys have a good sense of humor. And you have such an amazing uh, uh, giftedness from the Lord. And we just, I just appreciate you so much. So mm-hmm. that's all I want to say. Thank you. God bless you, you, Bill. Bill. That is such an encouragement. Thank you so very much for calling in. Appreciate it. Where do we go next, Will the Great? All right, let's go to John in Texas. Hi, John. Hello, you guys. I want to say it's another wonderful program you're putting on today. And I wanted to substantiate and corroborate what you're saying in the Scriptures, Matthew 11, 12. Mm -hmm. Since the days of John the Baptist, the Mm -hmm. kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent Take it by force. Mm-hmm. And I think today's atmosphere is exactly what that means. You know, look what everybody's doing against the Christian and the concept of God and Jesus. Mm. And, you know, if you go to Ephesians where it talks about putting on the whole armor of God, you know, gird your loins up with truth. Mm-hmm. And what it's talking about your children, you know, mm. your loins, you know, your children. And the program you put today about Becca and all, the truth you know, presenting either left or right, but the truth that is the truth, that's what they need. And you've Mm -hmm. talked about that before in your programs. Anyway, that force is against Christ. Mm. Mm. Man, thank you so much for calling in, John. And I, you know, I just hear even in your tone and, and I'm reminded that we cannot do too much of what it is that we're doing to prepare our kids to stand. Amen. We cannot do too much of what we're doing right now to strengthen our kids and to embolden our kids. And man, I'm telling you the Holy spirit in them, the Mm. Holy spirit in them empowers and equips them to do that. We are tasked with discipling them. That's right. Right. That's right. All right. I want to try to squeeze in one more call here. Okay. Great. Where do we go? Well, let's go to Gary in Oklahoma. Hi, hi Gary. Hey guys. How are y'all doing today? Hello. Hey, I appreciate your show. I've been sitting here thinking and listening to some of the things you've been saying, and I'm on my heart today. I just, 
You know, it feel, almost feels like a time when our country started. It almost feels like we're trying to get established and stay established. Uh, uh, you know, we have to keep fighting for our our, our children and, and guiding them and showing them the right way. But I'm wondering if all the Christians in all the states of the United States, if they could organize in some way and go to the Capitol, capitals peacefully and talk to their representatives that uh gary let me let me jump in oh man we only have 15 seconds okay i'm i gary i want to respond to you tomorrow lord willing if you if you can tune in i'll respond to you tomorrow we're out of time until tomorrow lord willing god bless